Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am Vicki, and I am so excited today to be here with a very old digital friend. I, I have known Ann Carico through the blogosphere for a long time, but this is the first time we've ever had a chance to talk voice to voice. So um, Anne is from the really, really helpful and popular website, Annie and Everything. So Anne, say hi and tell us a little bit about you and your homeschool journey. Well, hi, Vicki and everybody else. Thanks for having me on here today. I'm super excited. We, um, golly, we actually started homeschooling back when our oldest was in kindergarten. We've homeschooled all our kids, K through 12. We have five kids. Uh, we've graduated four of them now. In fact, I just dropped number four off to college this past weekend. And so I'm still in the midst of all the feels about that. But um, it's been a great journey. We actually decided to homeschool because we had some babysitters when our kids were young that were homeschooled high schoolers. And we just were so impressed with them, their demeanor, their conversation, their uh, just ability to see the larger picture, uh, their self, um, not self-centeredness, the opposite of self-centeredness, their, their self, uh, non-centeredness, if you will. And it's kind of funny because a lot of people talk about choosing to homeschool year by year and okay, we'll do it for another year and then reevaluate. But at that time, we literally said to ourselves, we're going to homeschool all the way through high school. And we decided that before ever starting kindergarten. So that's I, been... I have found that homeschool high schoolers tend to be the best advertisement for homeschooling through high school. Right. It's true. So uh, we've been very kind of eclectic through the years. We've lived in several states. So uh, we've tried a little bit of everything, but the end result is I'm just so happy that for the past, it's literally been 20 years now, we're entering our 21st year of homeschooling. Um, I'm just so glad that we did it. It's been so great for our family. So I really, really am thankful that you not only have homeschooled your kids and so been so faithful that you've got four done with the process and uh, you're still working on it, but also that you have invested in the larger homeschool community, which is a great segue to we wanted to talk to everyone about homeschool community for moms. So, um, and tell us what are your ideas and thoughts about community? Well, and as you know, I kind of uh, aim to encourage the high school community the most because Mm -hmm. I do feel like it's a common scenario that we start homeschooling with a bunch of really gung-ho families when our kids are small and we all homeschool together through elementary school. But starting about junior high, the families start to drop off (laughs) as they decide that homeschooling is no longer what they are interested in doing for their family. And that's totally fine. But what that means is that when, especially when we get to high school, that's an even bigger drop off. And in my own life, I know that we started with, oh, 15 to 20 families uh, when our oldest went into kindergarten. And by the time she went into high school, there were only one or two of those that were still homeschooling and planning on doing the high school years as well. And so the population was... Yes, exactly. So I feel like community for high school moms is even more important because there are so fewer of us out there. And 
locally too, we have a hard time finding the people in our local community because, um, you know, all the reasons that people decide not to continue with high school. So, uh, and yet it can be in some respects, one of the harder times to homeschool, because it seems like there's so many more details to keep track of. And you're also working with a cantankerous teen at times. And so we need each other probably more than ever during those years, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I found that I had really, really good homeschool mom friends through the early years of homeschooling. But we, those of us that stayed all the way through high school, really relied on each other um, so much more at high school level to, you know, switch out who's teaching what to kids. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I, I hate dissecting here, send them to Maryland. And we ended up, this really core group of us that made it all the way through with several kids is uh, turned into Seven Sisters Homeschool because we had worked together so long, um, educating our kids and prayed together so long that we just couldn't give up the um, the homeschool community that we had built. I love that. That's great. So, and what you have found is that not just your little small group of homeschool moms, but also that having a digital community is just as valid because as moms, we need, we moms, we need more community in different ways at high school level. Like we're putting so much into the process. So tell us a little bit about what you've discovered about the digital support system. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. So um, I did, it was really a, just a spur of the moment decision. One morning I woke up and said, I'm going to start a Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, and, and you did. And I did. Yeah. And the name was just one that uh, I chose based on a blog post that I had written called It's Not That Hard to Homeschool High School. And so I named the Facebook group after that. and. Um, I think the name is something that has helped this group uh, just become a pretty popular place on the Facebook sphere. Um, yes. People are intimidated by homeschooling high school and they want to know that it's not going to be that hard because it really doesn't have to be. And so uh, this group has become a place for moms to come and get curriculum advice and advice about how to deal with their teens and scheduling and all the things that we come up against. Um, in a community of moms that they know are doing the same thing. It's a very eclectic community. So there's all sorts of political ideas, religious affiliations going on there. We do um, definitely try to avoid the conflict uh, Mm -hmm. with some rules and regulations, but we find that the moms are so happy to have a place to come to as needed to get some of these questions answered because they may not have a local community at all, or what they do might be doing things differently than they are. And so digitally, it's been super helpful for a lot of people, including myself. I still go on there and ask questions all the time myself. Um, And that's been great. The only negative that I'm finding about that is something that uh, is true across social media. And that is that you just there are still those people <laughs> that um, just want to either press their own agenda or tell you that you're doing things wrong. Or my oh, personal, yeah. my personal vendetta is against anybody who says you should. <laughs> I so agree. Yes, and so um, you'll get that. Um, yeah. But in general, I feel that online is just as okay. It's not. You're not sitting down having tea. You're not raising your kids together. 
but mm-hmm. it's a, as valid a place to get information and encouragement as uh, perhaps meeting face to face. Yeah, I, I have found it's kind of like having a well balanced diet. So we need proteins and we need carbs and you know, so you have a balance of what you need. And it really is good for us moms to have face-to-face moms that really I can send my kids to someone else to dissect mm-hmm. and then I can give them lessons in poetry. Mm-hmm. And so that's great. But to have this constant availability of someone that can answer a question in the digital sphere or just say, hey, no, you're doing fine. And so I, I love Anne's group because like, what's it, like 30,000 people on the group. There's always something going on in that group. And true. so you can always throw a question up there. I love to go. I go on there almost every day and try to comment on something just as the, you know, the old lady in the sphere there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. We need those. Yeah. I, I think that mentoring is, is an important thing for us that have been through the process and just to not ever say you should, but here's something that's worked for some of my kids. Exactly. Exactly. And by the way, I'm not agreeing that you're an old lady when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I, you know, I have graduated, my, my baby just graduated college. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, that is a joy. You know, all of my kids graduated homeschool, high school, and they have all graduated college now. So that is awesome. I, that's what their calling was. Not everybody's called to go to college, but right. that was theirs and that part's done. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, yeah, but so the, there, there is the importance of face-to-face and there is the importance of just having a support system that you can go to anytime and uh, to be respectful of how people are separately, they have their ideologies and their opinions and that mm-hmm. we should not should at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So can you tell a story about in your family where community has been important for you? Yeah. Um, You know, we spent a lot of years on our own. When we moved from California to Missouri, my kids were all still quite young. And we'd been doing the homeschool thing for enough years by that point that I felt fairly confident about the direction I wanted to head and about how to pick curriculum and how to handle schedules and all of that stuff. So when we first moved here for many years, we didn't join a co-op. We didn't do anything. We kind of pretty much hung out and did our own thing. And that was great for that time span. But long about the time when the third child left the house to go to college and there were only going to be two left, we started to kind of look at each other and think, okay, we're feeling a little lonely. (laughs) There's not as many people rattling around this house anymore. It's not as noisy. It's not as busy. Uh, we're going to get bored. What should we do? Mm. So we made a radical kind of direction change and joined a classical conversations community that year. And for us, it was a great move. Now we have not stayed with classical communications. We were actually there for three years. Um, Graduated my son. He went two years into through classical, the last two years of classical conversations and then graduated. And then my daughter did one more year after that. And then we're not doing it anymore. Um, but for those years, it was a wonderful place for my kids to make some new friends, for me to make some new friends, for us to feel like we had support, um, to change things up a little bit, to give us some excitement, a new type of schedule, a new type of curriculum. That was really, really great. Uh, and once my son graduated high school and just kind of a, a little detail here. He actually graduated high school two years ago. 
and Uh, has been working full time since and then figured out kind of what he wanted to do. And so is now mm -hmm. heading off to college. Uh, So that's part of the feels of this whole process, too, is he was here around the house for two years, just providing fun and entertainment. And so (laughs) anyway, um, but that's a good example of there's not one right way to do life. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but so now with the one left in, in high school for the past couple of years, we've been part of a different type of co-op, just much more relaxed than classical conversations mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. And we're enjoying that too. So I do, I have felt the need for community and have found that it really does make a difference with everybody's motivation level, with our, what type of curriculum we might pick, because now we have some opportunities to see it face to face with people who are using it. and as you said, to farm some things out, those dissections were not my ball of wax. And Mm -hmm. with the older kids, we just basically omitted them. So, but this one really wanted to do them. And so that's what she took at co-op was biology so that she could do them there. So, yeah. So, and how did you get started in the, the supporting the homeschool community? Like you've got Anne and everything. I, I'll tell you a funny story is a, a few months ago, I interviewed Misty Bailey mm, and she's talking about not being afraid of homeschooling high school. You mm-hmm. know, when you're starting to think of that process mm-hmm. that you can do it. And she said one of the biggest inspirations in getting started high schooling and sticking with it was you. Ah. And so I, I thought you might like that little kudo. But it, it shows that over the years, you have been a faithful investor in the community in different ways. So how did you get started on that sharing outward part? Well, I just kept seeing in so many places and hearing so many stories of people who were intimidated and afraid and hearing so many you shoulds and you musts and the Mm. lists of the long lists of things that they felt that they had to do. And I just knew it didn't have to be that way. When I started homeschooling high school, uh, I figured out the year a while ago, um, I want to say 2008 was when I started homeschooling high school. Well, you Uh. know, that the internet was not the thing it is now. So we didn't have all of these resources, resources. So we were pretty much on our own as as far as trying to figure out what to do and how to do it and what needed to be done. And Mm -hmm. I just kind of tried to think logically through this. Okay, if my kid wants to go to college when they're done, then I need to work towards those requirements. So let me find out what they are. And so I looked up a couple colleges nearby. And in those days, it wasn't that colleges had websites. You went to the college and you picked up the catalog. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, um, I looked at the catalogs and saw, okay, they want, you know, maybe two to three credits of history and they want four credits of English most of the time. And they don't require all four years of science. I can do this. So I mm-hmm. mapped out a plan. And the other kind of thing that happened at that time was I looked up our Missouri public school requirements and Mm -hmm. saw what they were and started to get, oh my goodness, super intimidated. They wanted the kid to have a career plan by the end of eighth grade. (laughs) I know, right? Like other things like that. Yeah. So I took those to my husband. I'm like, I don't want to do this. This is really awful. And he just, he took a beat and then he looked at me and he said, Anne, we don't have to do that. We're homeschoolers. We can decide. He took him to tell me that, right? So pretty funny. But so putting all that together, I had done it on my own. And 
felt like it was doable. But then I kept just hearing from all these people and seeing all these things now that the internet was a thing where people were long lists and intimidating stuff to try to accomplish during the high school years. And I thought, we didn't do that. <laughs> and my kids got into college or, or were able to get yeah. a job or whatever. And, and so yeah. I just thought this needs, this is a message that needs to be heard and let me, yeah. let me start to, to share it. And then it re, you know, it, it, uh, what's the word I want? It, uh, resonated with people yeah. and yeah. I just kept getting more and more feedback and the more stuff I put out along these lines of no, it doesn't have to be that hard. And look, you could do things this way instead of that way. Just Mm -hmm. people were very grateful to hear it. So you know how that goes when you hear the encouragement, then you want to keep going. So right. And you know, that's what we as homeschool moms need so badly is to encourage each other so that we also feel more encouragement. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to look at those lists and say, you must do this or that. Mm -hmm. And we know, like, you know, by each of your kids, they've been different. Each of mine have been different. Mm -hmm. And there's not one right way to high school. And I, uh, I appreciate like following your website and your groups is you don't do the one right way. So it's such an encouraging, supportive thing to be able to look at somebody else and say, Oh, oh, yeah, it's okay to do family and homeschooling the way we do it. Yeah, yes, exactly. I want to empower moms to know that they don't have to do what everybody else says they have to, that they can make these decisions Mm -hmm. on their own. They can do the research Mm -hmm. and understand what must be done. And, you know, as you know, the only thing that absolutely, absolutely has to happen is you have to follow the state homeschool law. But beyond that, they have the power to make these decisions. and, And I want them to know that. Yeah. So tell us about somebody that has been a support or encouragement to you during the high school years. Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I tend to honestly be fairly self-sufficient. <laughs> um, yeah. I know that the books of Sally Clarkson have always been helpful uh-huh. for me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this she's often coming up in conversations mm-hmm. I have with people mm-hmm. is sometimes the community you have, my, um, my pastor calls them paper mentors, mm. um, that, that you can get some real encouragement support from somebody that you only know on paper. Right. And that, that is a kind of community also. So in the broad variety of things that we have as, as support and community is, you know, face-to-face and digital, mm-hmm. um, but also we can have some paper support too. And, and that's a good thing. Right. Right. Yeah. So tell me about your new community that you are launching. Yeah. I think that some folks are going to be really excited about. I am excited about it. I, it's going to, it's called hugs for homeschooling high school. And the hugs, oh my goodness. yeah, the hugs stands for H is for help. U is for understanding. G is for grace and S is for strength. And so we are, it's in its early stages right now, but it is an online paid membership community going to be $10 a month. So not to break the bank, but it's for Christian homeschool moms of teens. I wanted to narrow down to the population that is my population, (laughs) the ones that Uh uh, I really resonate with. And so where we can talk as Christians about the things that mean so much to us 
in a uh-huh. safe environment where we don't have to worry about using the J word. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can talk about parenting from a biblical perspective and we can talk about Christian curriculum without the secular person coming on there and criticizing us for doing that. And um, we can talk about just what's going on in our lives and we can ask for prayer from one another and all of those things. And so uh, we talked earlier that this uh, podcast isn't going to air for a little while. So I can't really talk to you about what it's going to be like when the podcast (laughs) airs. But right now we've got beta testers that we're all having a great time in there. Uh, communicating and interacting and giving advice and uh, sharing our lives. And we have uh, live monthly get-togethers where we get on screen and just chat about Uh what's going on Mm -hmm. and answer questions. And we have monthly uh, themes that we'll be developing. But literally within the next week to 10 days, this will be opened up to the public. So by the time the podcast airs, it will be a functioning, breathing completely available thing for moms to join. And I'm just so excited about the way it's going already. And I see such great potential for this to be a community for Christian moms, especially for ones that don't do social media. But even when you do, uh, it's social media can get so demoralizing sometimes. And uh, the comparison game is there. And we don't want that either. So I'm just so excited about this safe online place. Yeah. where where we can kind of let our hair down a little bit and not be so concerned, you know? Yeah, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Again, it's another kind of community that can be really helpful to moms where they have, like in if they went to your It's Not That Hard to Homeschool High School um, group, there's thousands of people on that group. And so there's always help and conversation going on. But to bring it to a narrower group with a specific like demographic, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just relaxing. Mm-hmm. So that's a good word. Both, yeah. You know, you could, so you have your face to face community and you can have paper community and you can have big digital community, but to have a little slice, a little niche of people that, that feel like you, yes. it is just like you said, let your hair down <laughs> and, uh, and, and get real with homeschooling high mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, Anne, if if, um, people wanted to look into that, where will they find information? Yeah, so on my website, annieandeverything.com. And you know what? Let's just make a brand new URL off the top of our head right now. Let's do annieandeverything.com slash hugs. Very good. It's super easy to find. Very good. All right. And tell everyone all the different ways they can find you and the way you have created community. So Facebook groups and what else? Yeah. So there's actually two Facebook groups. If moms are listening to this with younger kids, we have the, well, first of all, the high school group. It's not that hard to homeschool high school. And Mm -hmm. then the younger moms or the moms with also younger kids or only younger kids, we've got, it's not that hard to homeschool K to eight. So those are both on Facebook and that one's over 5,000 members now too. So both vibrant communities and their sister groups. So you can join one or both, however you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, The website is always a great place to go for articles. And uh, so that's annieandeverything.com spelled out with, you know, obviously no spaces or caps or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the new group hugs for homeschooling high school is, uh, going to be kind of, to be honest with you, that's where I'm going to focus my first time. That's going to be where I give the most 
to Uh the group. So I'm definitely in the Facebook groups. Don't get me wrong. And I've got wonderful moderators there. Uh, But the hugs group is going to be my first love, if you will, as far as uh, the online communities. Yeah. And then that'll be the mentoring. Yeah. So go ahead. And then uh, as far as content is concerned, I've got two books out now. One is called Cure the Fear of Homeschooling High School. And that's Mm -hmm. a planning handbook with forms. You go step by step through the process of researching what you need to do to homeschool high school and then planning out coursework and curriculum for the four or five years that your kid will be in high school. So there's that one. And then uh, my new book, Fresh Out, is called Save Your Sanity While Homeschooling High School. Oh, my goodness. The subtitle of that one is Practical Principles for a Firm Foundation. So that's more of an actual, you know, reading book. And it talks about a lot of the different things that you want to think through and expectations that you should have for yourself as you are homeschooling high school. Just to, again, ease fears, calm the stress, let's um, not try to make this any bigger than it has to be. Here are some things to look out for, and here's how to address them, just that sort of thing. Very good. So a lot of different ways to get in touch with Anne. So, well, I will put links to all these things in the show notes so folks can just hop over to the website and click on the links and find Anne in all these different places. So, um, all right, I think we better wrap it up. So any last things that you would like to say, Anne? Um, just other than thanks again for having me on here. This has been a total blast. I appreciate it. I just want to reassure moms out there that they can homeschool high school, that it is very doable, that they don't need to be intimidated or afraid of it. Oh, um, and again, since this isn't airing for a couple of months, I think I have the freedom to say this now. (laughs) I will be at all seven great homeschool conventions next year. Oh, how wonderful. I am uh-huh. super excited for that. Um, so look up where the Great Homeschool Convention is near you and come see me speak and come get an actual hug from me. I would love it. That is exciting. Yeah, those are fun conventions to go to. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So we got lots of ways to find Anne. And Anne, thank you for being a community encourager for so long. It's really good to have the encouraging moms and not the ones that are the discouraging moms. So you are the in there holding a lot of folks' hands in different ways. So we'll be back next week. And while you're waiting, please go over to iTunes and give us a rating and a review because that will help other homeschool families find us. All right. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. 